This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 112, with Nelson Nash. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. In today's show, I have a very special guest, Mr. Nelson Nash. Mr. Nelson Nash is the discoverer and developer of the infinite banking concept and the author of Becoming Your Own Banker. Mr. Nash remains a popular teacher and lecturer on the infinite banking concept through dividend-paying whole life insurance. A native of Georgia, Mr. Nash received a BS degree in forestry from the University of Georgia in 1952. From 1954 to 1963, Mr. Nash worked as a consulting forester in eastern North Carolina. During more than 35 years' experience as a life insurance agent, Mr. Nash worked with the Equitable Life Insurance Society of the U.S. and with The Guardian. Recognized for his high achievements, Mr. Nash was inducted as a Hall of Fame member by Equitable, a chartered life underwriter and life member of the Million Dollar Round Table. A pilot for 60 years, Mr. Nash flew with the Army National Guard and earned master aviator wings during his 30 years of military service. We're going to talk about many topics and concepts today, including economic philosophies and approaches, how it's all about how you think, navigating your environment that you and your family operate in, the idea and concept of retirement, how important a journey of lifelong learning is, the constant noise of the environment we operate in, and how to get your own personal financial noise-canceling headphones, and of course, the infinite banking concept strategy, and much, much more. We have discussed the infinite banking strategy and how to reclaim the banking function within our own life using a system that utilizes dividend-paying whole life insurance with a mutual insurance company. I've covered many areas pertaining to the infinite banking concept strategy and have a library of interviews and episodes at CashflowNinja.com where I discuss how to use the strategy as part of your overall wealth plan, boosting your investment gains, business strategies that includes the infinite banking concept strategy, how to plan for your children and grandchildren's college without sacrificing your own savings and wealth, legacy planning, and I would also highly recommend episode 103 with Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott from Join Ops Properties where they discuss how they use the infinite banking concept strategy in their personal and business economy daily. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. 
Have you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start and how to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at JoinOpsProperties.com. Globally, coffee is a $90 billion industry, and International Coffee Farms offers a sustainable income opportunity through offshore sustainable agriculture. You can own a parcel of your very own cash-flowing specialty coffee farm in Panama. For more information on this income opportunity, you can download your free report at CashflowNinja.com forward slash Panama. Listeners of the Cashflow Ninja can also grab a free audiobook download from Audible when you try Audible for 30 days. You can grab your free audiobook download at CashflowNinjaBook.com. Mr. Nash, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. Can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey? Oh, boy, where do I start? Uh, I uh, grew up in Athens, Georgia. Uh, went to school at the University of Georgia. I walked to school. I was educated as a forester. Uh, I worked uh, privately uh, for 10 years in forestry consulting and then made a career change into life insurance in 1964. Fantastic. And things were certainly different back then, especially how people were thinking, too. And thinking has changed a lot. And you've spoken about the importance of how important that piece of real estate between your two ears is. Can you speak to the way that we think and some of the advice that you've shared and also share a little bit about the three economic philosophies and theories that influence the thinking of people on this planet and how this influences their daily lives? Yeah. Well, again, uh, hark back to the fact that I'm educated as a forester. Uh, I think long-range, MC, I think 70 years down the road, uh, I'm not going to be here, neither are you. But so what? Uh, Planning if you're going to live forever, live if you're going to die today is a pretty good idea. But the idea of thinking long-range is a lost art uh, in America today. the other thing from the forestry background is that I learned to classify things. Uh, uh, there were at least six courses uh, in the forestry school that involved classification. Dendrology, the study of classification of trees, lasted all year long. Uh, so you classify things on the basis of the major characteristics. But uh, what really... Uh, is uh, my forte, if there is such a thing, is my study of Austrian economics. Uh, that started uh, 60 years ago uh, as a result of my experience after getting out of the Air Force for a couple of years during the, world, during, uh, the Korean conflict. Well, uh, I came face-to-face with the uh, world of socialism, uh, I really didn't know anything about socialism, but uh, I saw the mental paralysis that it caused, and uh, that led me to uh, get started studying the Austrian economics. Uh, and uh, so uh, that has been my passion since that time. Uh, on my website, infinitebiking.org, uh, there is a reading list of... Uh, 375 books uh, currently, and uh, if you read all 375, 
you have one uh, Ph.D. in Austrian economics and one Ph.D. in history, MC, there's no way you can study economics without studying history. And so uh, this has uh, been my uh, passion that uh, uh, gets me to thinking uh, differently from the way that most folks think. And the prevailing thought right now in the philosophy that's out there is the Keynesian economic theory. Can you talk a little bit about what this has done and the, and the impact of the Keynesian economics uh, to where we are today? And then just share a little bit about um, how Austrians view the, uh, the current state of affairs as it is. Yeah, the world is totally uh, fascinated by uh, the Keynesian thought process uh, essentially, it amounts to the, to uh, just top-down thinking uh, that um, you can get rich by uh, spending, and uh, th- there's no way. And so the world today is in the grip of that idea, and it's the worst financial circumstance of all time. Uh, this is caused by bankers. Bankers cause the problem. They inflate the money supply big time. People think they have something, and they don't. It's all an illusion. It's not based on fact at all. Only the Austrians have got it right. Uh, See, uh, I got my start with Austrian economics with the Foundation for Economic Education. Uh, It it used to be located right up the Hudson there from you uh, in uh, Irvington, uh, New York. Uh, it is now located in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and uh, out of that came the Mises Institute, which is located in uh, Auburn, Alabama. Uh, it's not part of Auburn University. It's uh, a private think tank, and uh, those two are the best in the world. Uh, the uh, Austrians are the only ones that got it right, uh, that bankers have caused the problem. Only banks can inflate the money supply. And so uh, uh, inflation is what has created all of our problem. Well, uh, being uh, the uh, forester and being able to classify things correctly, uh, so forth, uh, when I got into the life insurance business, uh, it wasn't long before I saw that, um, that the insurance folks had got it all backward. Uh, that your need for finance during your lifetime is much greater than your need for protection. Uh, and if you solve for uh, your need for finance during your lifetime, uh, you'll end up with so much life insurance that you can't get it past the underwriters. That the uh, the uh, warehouse of the medium of exchange, i.e., money, uh, it should be in the uh, under the control of. Lots and lots of life insurance companies, a place where it cannot inflate the money supply. But uh, this is not registered because of the grip that uh, the Keynesian uh, ideas have on the entire world. That brings me to my next question about reclaiming the banking function within your own life and unlocking the infinite banking uh, function. So today, the banking function within the economy is predominantly held and implemented by the banks and financial institutions, but this wasn't the case uh, a couple of years ago. The banking function years ago was held at the individual level at one time. Can you speak to the changes and to that? 
Well, so much of this really uh, got its uh, impetus after World War uh, II. Uh, there was a big change of thought process there that uh, really caused all the mess. Uh, really, you can trace it back about 80 years, uh, MC. Uh, but uh, before that time, uh, life insurance was very much the uh, primary source of uh, people's repository of the medium of exchange. Uh, it had much more respect. But after World War II uh, came along, uh, here came uh, this whole idea of uh, we got to do something with all these GIs that were coming off of active duty. Uh, several million, they said, that's going to ruin the economy. Well, that was the thought process of the socialist mindset, uh, and they were wrong. But they were the ones who were in control at that time of the uh, intellectual community. Um, and so they said, we've got to give them something to do. And so uh, let's send them to college. That way uh, we'll uh, let them be able to um, work their way into the economy over a period of time. And that will increase our intellectual uh, uh, capital. Well, the truth was, uh, MC, it turned out diploma mills. Today, education, uh, as we call it, is not education at all. It's indoctrination. And uh, uh, the, uh, the tragedy is that uh, we started getting financial geniuses then. Huh? <laughs> uh, people that uh, swallowed all the uh, Keynesian stuff big time. Well, all you got to do is secede from that. Uh, what I discovered is, is if I could crank up lots of life insurance uh, policies, uh, that that would give me access to uh, uh, the financial uh, needs of life, and uh, that's a place that cannot inflate the money supply. And so uh, at the time uh, I discovered all this was about 35 years ago, and... Um, I was uh, subject to thinking like the world thinks. Uh, I got caught back there in the early uh, 80s owing uh, uh, a lot of money at 23% interest in the real estate business. And I saw at that time that uh, that was uh, wrong, that uh, I could get the money during those times uh, at 5 uh, 6 and 8% from three different life insurance companies but I had to crank up lots of life insurance policies in order to do so. Well, uh, to shorten the story, it took me 13 years to get enough money in to pay off all the banks. Uh, but my wife and I have not seen a bank in uh, 24 years now. And uh, MC, that is a very peaceful, stress-free way of life that anybody can do. But they've got to change their thinking. Absolutely. And one of the things that you speak about as well is navigating your environment, which is so important. And can you speak about how important it is to navigate your environment? And uh, I, I believe you've used a fantastic analogy in one of your, one of your uh, uh, talks about an airplane and flying an airplane, uh, explaining that. Yes, I have been an airplane pilot for 70 years. There are not too many of us around that... Uh, I learned as a uh, uh, teenager that uh, you can't fly an airplane through a vacuum. 
And so um, in my uh, uh, seminars, I pointed out the result of my research that the typical uh, American today is spending uh, almost 35 cents out of every dollar that's spendable uh, on interest alone uh, to all the banking communities. And uh, uh, so uh, I uh, have an analogy of, uh, uh, let, let's say this same person was saving 10% of whatever he makes, and that's a ball-faced lie uh, because our savings rate is nowhere near that right now. And so the 10 uh, BMC would be uh, positive, the 35 would be a negative, right? Right. Well, to make uh, it more plausible uh, in the airplane world, uh, let's just move the decimal one place right. Uh, that that would be 35, uh, 350 miles an hour uh, headwind, and uh, let's say 100 miles an hour uh, airspeed. Okay, and so let's look at the map of the United States in Birmingham, Alabama, where I live, is uh, just south of, uh, due south of Chicago. Let's say that you were going to go in this 100-mile-an-hour airplane to Chicago, uh, but you got to go through the uh, headwind that's uh, 350 miles an hour, and so your, your ground speed is a negative 260. Uh, well... Uh, that environment there is uh, more important than anything. Well, uh, let the air mass move on. They all do. Uh, the, highs in, uh, the highs in the northern hemisphere turn clockwise, and they move west to east, uh, generally speaking. Okay, now let's let the air mass move on, and now it's centered over Indianapolis, Indiana. There is no wind in the center of that thing getting the same airplane, and now you're covering the, the ground at 100 miles an hour. And here's where the uh, mindset really comes into uh, play. They've, people have the arrival syndrome. You know, we can't do any better than this. We don't have any headwind. Uh, that's equivalent to getting out, uh, saying that uh, the solution to all our financial problems is to get out of debt. Uh, no, uh, no one addresses the fact that let the air mass move on. Now it's centered over Washington, D.C. Uh, there is, uh, there's a tailwind now of, uh, uh, 350 miles an hour to a 100 mile an hour airplane. Well, your ground speed's 400 miles an hour. It's the same airplane in all three of those circumstances. But uh, people don't understand that uh, you can get a perpetual tailwind in the financial world, everything that you do, by just simply getting in the banking business. And the easiest way to get in the banking business is through free contract with other free people. And uh, that's just a, a short definition of what life insurance really is. Absolutely. It's a private contract and a f free voluntary contract between you and the insurance company, which is a fantastic place to warehouse your wealth, as you've spoken about, because there truly is one big pool of money out there. Um, yes. And one of the ways that we can reclaim the own banking function within our own lives is to capture <laughs> some of that pool of money in our own personal economy, utilizing life insurance vehicles. 
And one thing is extremely important here, uh, probably most important of all, and the uh, fact that the law of contracts prevails. Right. See, all the other, other things come and go out there. Uh, uh, government nonsense and so forth uh, comes and goes, but the law of contracts prevails. When you destroy the law of contracts, uh, MC, uh, you've destroyed civilization. Absolutely. Now, you've shared a little bit about how you got into trouble with real estate investments, and then you provided a solution, which is what I love about this, because, you know, we see what's going out there with the Keynesian economic mindset, and the infinite banking strategy provides a really solid solution that, as, you, as you've mentioned, provides a stress-free uh, approach to, to money. So I always, you know, I always look at it and say if the majority of people are doing the same thing and not having success, let's take a look at the smaller percentage of folks, what they're doing and having success and building wealth and be able to transfer wealth successfully to future generations. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, it's it's really fulfilling to see that. And one thing that you've implemented in your own life, too, with uh, infinite banking policies on your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, what does this mean uh, for them just having this in their lives um, and learning from a very young age to, to do this and how this works? Well, uh, uh, that's my long-range thinking, again, there that comes from the forestry background. Uh, I thought that we could... could we could create kind of financial, perpetual uh, motion, I guess is the best way to describe it, by uh, thinking intergenerationally and teaching this to the next generation. But the caveat is that uh, our, our so-called educational system out there is producing uh, mindsets that uh, have to be overcome with the uh, uh, younger generation nowadays. Uh, it's noise, and they don't know how to uh, cancel out noise. Uh, so uh, it is a difficult thing, but uh, it's just one of the uh, possibilities that are there. We have uh, three children, ten grandchildren, uh, a six great-grandchildren, and a seventh one is due most any uh, day now. And the uh, eighth one is due back coming up in June, so... Um, MC, I've got to buy some uh, more life insurance uh, here uh, in the next few weeks on that new little grand, grand, great-grandson that's coming. And then I'll have to buy some more come uh, uh, June. Well, the uh, the grandparents, my, my children, uh, they always match what I'm doing. And so uh, this produces a different, totally different uh environment in which the uh, children can live. The biggest debt uh, out there today uh, is student debt. Uh, that's a big con game is what it amounts to. Uh, but uh, none of our uh, grandchildren have student debts. Uh, and uh, they have uh, enough cash payers now that uh, if they keep doing what I'm talking about, they'll never see a bank in their life. That's extremely powerful, and that's yeah, that's one way just of legacy planning and just uh, p 
positioning your family and future generations because of that long-term thinking that you had discussed. And a great way to increase your net worth and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren's net worth. Um, it truly is so powerful and so inspiring. Um, and, Mr. Nash, you've had close to about 50 of these policies at one stage, correct? I had 49 at one time, but that's another very important thing. Uh, uh, you know, in uh, just three weeks, I'll be 86 years old, and um, I've outlived everybody in my family by two and a half years already. Uh, so uh, graduation time is not all that far off uh, for me. But uh, th- this is a great way to uh, transfer uh, m- the medium of exchange money from one generation to another. So uh, at this stage of life, MC, uh, we're getting rid of things. You can't take this stuff with you. Good grief. Uh, but uh, you can transfer policies to uh, the other generations that are coming along under a, a great uh, tax uh, advantage. And so we're down to 24 policies now. You're listening to Nelson Nash on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We will be right back after a word from our sponsor. International Coffee Farms is a real estate-based specialty coffee farm ownership opportunity. You can own deeded, half-acre parcels in title, already operating specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama. They are turnkey managed professionally on your behalf by a team of local experts with sustainable average income of 12% and with cash flow beginning in 12 to 15 months from the date of your parcel ownership. International Coffee Farms' mission is to own and operate specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama that are economically, environmentally, and socially sustainable. As part of this mission, 20% of the gross profits of each farm goes towards a socially sustainable fund to improve the lives of the coffee farm workers and their families. International Coffee Farms currently owns and operates eight specialty coffee farms in Boguete, Panama, with parcels available for immediate ownership. To find out how you can become a parcel owner, you can download your free income opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. You're listening to Nelson Nash on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and now back to our interview. Yeah, you said the, the, the stress-free earlier too, and and money is a very, very big source of stress for people. So, if, yes. so And it does affect every other area of your life. So if the conventional financial advice uh, from all the media sources and pundits and experts uh, work so well, then why are so many people that are following the, their advice and the conventional way of thinking and financial planning, why are they experiencing uh, such high levels of stress when it comes to money? Well, uh, that's the human frailty out there. People have a tendency to listen to noise. There have been all kind of philosophers down through the years that have uh, warned people against this, but uh, that the human condition continues forever, apparently. That, that, that's the tragedy. But, uh, again, one of, the, one of the biggest causes for this catastrophe is uh, the so-called education. It's not education. It's indoctrination. And people listen to that stuff. Uh, and it's not necessary at all. Uh, good grief. Uh, Leonard Reed was the uh, guy who started the Foundation for Economic Education uh, back in 1946. And I got acquainted with FEE and with him personally. Uh, he was my f- personal friend and mentor. 
but um, anyway, uh, uh, he had no degrees from anywhere. Neither did Henry Hazard, his co-founder. Neither did Herbert Spencer in uh, England years before that. Well, uh, look, uh, those guys didn't have access to the information that we have out there today. Uh, now, there's a lot of trash out there on the Internet, of course. But uh, there's all some fantastic stuff. A person uh, that wants uh, education can get a fabulous education just simply uh, on the Internet on a few few, uh, websites. Yeah, no, there's so many resources out there, and it's a, uh, you know, I, I love what you've said before, too, that we don't, we don't arrive in knowledge. <laughs> it's no. ongoing and learning constantly, and you're an absolute fantastic example of that. The other concept that, you know, I, I talk about on the show, tons of concepts that, um, and try to break them down and, and really to try and see what they mean. The one of retirement, and you are, <laughs> you're, you're still going out there teaching, sharing your knowledge, educating, going around the country. It's been truly inspiring to see you. What, what is, what is your, th- uh, just, what are your, some of your thoughts on the concept of retirement as it is presented in today's uh, environment? That's got to be the stupidest idea I have ever heard of. Uh, I've been a Christian uh, since I was nine years old. I've studied the Bible extensively for a long, long time. Uh, there's nothing in the Bible about Moses retiring and living happily thereafter. Uh, the word retirement doesn't even appear in the vocabulary of human beings until uh, 1890, and that was Bismarck in Germany. They were the ones who gave us the idea of social security. Uh, and... Um, would you believe that he set a retirement age for Germans as 70 years old? Uh, and uh, life expectancy was uh, less than 50 for the average uh, German. Uh, odds are it never collected. Well, 1916 comes along, and um, uh, we're right in the midst of World War I. Uh, Bismarck is dead and uh, they reduced the retirement age to 65. And that's where Franklin D. Roosevelt got age 65 for our Social Security uh, in 1937. And life expectancy for American males at that time was only about 61. And now it's uh, 78 or 79. Get real. There's no way the thing can work. Uh, It's impossible. That the reason I know this is because of my Christian upbringing uh, and my ability to classify things that I was telling you about uh, from forestry school. Uh, when you uh, classify uh, all these programs that governments have, MC, they're nothing but man trying to play God in the pagan sense of the word. And the book of Exodus tells you very plainly, God is a jealous God. He won't put up with that stuff. And so uh, they always fall apart. But man in his hubris uh, can't get that through his thick head. And staying on the topic of a journey of lifelong learning, uh, what, yeah. what you've done, uh, what are you currently studying? Uh, and what are you researching? Because I know you're working on uh, another book as well. So what are the th- some of the things that you're looking and studying right now? 
Well, I'm, I've begun my work on uh, the book, uh, It's All About How You Think. Now, it's going to be in uh, two parts. Uh, the uh, I've written the uh, first chapter, which is rather lengthy, uh, to lay groundwork, and then there's about seven more chapters that I've already got that are fairly short, just uh, uh, examples of what was discussed in the first chapter. But the second part is going to be all from uh, uh, the Bible. Uh, there are 4,000 years in the Old Testament, uh, and it's a pattern of top-down thinking. Uh, that idea has uh, just completely consumed the thought process of most human beings. Well, there's 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and the New Testament, Nothing was written that was uh, apropos to the central message of the Bible. But uh, the New Testament, most folks are startled by the fact that it only covers about 75 years. And it's a a secession from uh, top-down thinking. Uh, It's bottom-up thinking. Uh, Don't don't think the way uh, the hierarchy out there conducts their lives. Uh, but uh, forget them. You know, uh, it is so apparent to me that uh, I do not watch the news uh, now. I haven't watched the news in four months, and I will not watch it ever again in my life because it's not news, it's propaganda. Right. Uh, Yuri Morsev, uh is a Russian uh, that... Uh, uh, was on Gorbachev's staff back there when uh, it was evident to them that communism uh, can't work. <laughs> they decided they were going to go free market. And so they were looking around for an economist that knew something about it, and there stood Yuri. Well, uh, 18 months or so on the uh, job of, of Gorbachev's staff, He saw that they were pretending that uh, they didn't really mean it, that they were trying to uh, uh, ease into it or something like that with all that excess baggage of the nonsense of communism. So he escaped uh, uh, 007 style through Finland and ended up in uh, Washington, D.C. Anyway, uh, I... He started writing here and publishing through the uh, Mises Institute at Auburn. And so uh, I um, had been reading his stuff for a couple of years before I ever got to meet him. And that was at a uh, conference over in Charleston, South Carolina. And the subject uh, of the conference was secession. Uh, And so uh, what we're trying to what I'm trying to get across to people is they've got to secede from the way they think. You don't have to do things uh, through that top-down nonsense of IRS codes and stuff like that. Uh, we never have had a uh, tax-qualified plan of any kind. Tax-qualified plans are all functions of the IRS code. Well, the IRS code has only been around since 1913. Now, uh, life insurance has been around uh, a little bit longer than the United States has existed. Again, it stood the test of time. And uh, these other stuff here, they come and go. Well, if you uh, look at what's really going on with the uh, IRS, 
I don't know anybody who's ever read the IRS code, but uh, I do know this. The first nine pages of the code uh, explain income, and the next 1,100 pages uh, describe uh, exceptions to the code. So being the uh, guy who can classify things, I can tell you very quickly, all I've got to do is just read about three of those exceptions to the code, and I know what the rest of them are going to say. Same sort of thing. So uh, so I coined this phrase, MC. When government creates a problem, onerous taxation, end quote, and then turns around and grants you an exception to the problem they created in your tax-qualified plan, aren't you just a little bit suspicious you'd be manipulated? They aren't there to help you. They're there to make a slave out of you and control the way you think that your blessings come from them. And they don't. They're the ones who created the problem. So this is radical thinking. I know that uh, it's not like everybody else thinks out there, but it sure is peaceful and stress-free. No, absolutely, and I agree with you because that is a big mindset change when, you know, when I consult with clients and speak with them too about setting up these plans, it's a completely different approach to wealth planning and long-range thinking, as you've mentioned before, where it's your money, <laughs> you can access it at any time, you know, sure. because with qualified retirement plans, I feel the mindset too is we're so used to being told exactly what we can and cannot do and how you can access and when you can access it and what the penalties are. So yeah. you, you, it's a completely different mindset switch um, when you when you approach it. Um, through the, this strategy and approach. Um, yeah. So it, def, it definitely does take a, a, a shifting in paradigm and your thinking. Yes, and uh, you see, uh, you got to be able to recognize the noise out there. See, uh, let's go back to Yuri Molsev. Uh, I, uh He's a personal friend. He's been house guest uh, a couple of times, and I've been to his place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where he's professor of economics at Carthage College there. Uh, but Yuri uh, uh, said uh, at one time, no one l watches television in Russia because they know what they're going to say. Well, uh, I know what the so-called news that we have today by the uh, major media out there. Uh, <laughs> I know what they're going to say. Uh, it's nonsense. And all the uh, commercials that are out there, uh, they are espousing uh, you need to be involved in a government program of some kind to prepare for your retirement. Well, uh, let's go back also to this idea of retirement. Erasing that uh, idea from the mind, I think, is very healing. Uh, the last 20 years uh, of my life have been the most uh, rewarding of all. Uh, psychologically and uh, wise, wise, and otherwise. So uh, you, I think that you should always be learning. Uh, you should always be uh, in a uh, assisting mode of some kind out there because there's too many people uh, that are uh, they're intellectually hungry. And uh, I can, I'm convinced that when you find somebody that's intellectually 
intellectually hungry, it's your duty to feed them. No, absolutely. And back to your point of the government creating the <laughs> creating the problem and then offering solution. You mentioned earlier about your grandchildren and great grandchildren that that don't have to go um, into debt to borrow to go to colleges. I mean, look no. at the look at the uh, over a trillion dollars. And again, let's offer a qualified plan, a five twenty nine plan. <laughs> uh-huh. to, to put the money in vehicles that is uh, that is right right there for uh, 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 for confiscation by Wall Street and fees and and and, and so uh-huh. forth. So creating a problem again and then offering the solution. Yeah, well, you see, that's the easiest place that uh, the government uh, can steal the money. Uh, I was uh, doing a seminar in Pocatello, Idaho, here a few years ago, and I was pointing out that. Um, uh, the dangers of having money like that, that uh, years ago, uh, Brazil went out in the boonies uh, in the jungle and built a new uh, capital city, Brasilia. Oh, MC, where did they get the money? <laughs> they confiscated the reserves on all the pension plans. Uh, that's the easiest money they can get to. And... Uh, then I reiterated it by, uh, or reinforced it rather, by saying uh, Argentina did the same thing. And uh, there was a young man in the uh, group there uh, who grew up in Buenos Aires, and he spoke up and says, yes, every five years, <laughs> the fund builds up and gotcha. The fund builds up, gotcha. <laughs> People never learn. It's uh, back to Willie Sutton's law, right? You got that right. Easiest money they can get to. Yes, I for the for the new listeners, I've spoken about Willie Sutton's law before on the show too. When one of the most famous bank robbers in the United States, when they finally caught yeah. up to Willie and asked him why he robbed banks, he said, "Well, that's where the money is." Yep, easiest place. <laughs> <laughs> no, get it all there at one source. You can just grab it. Exactly. Now, Mr. Nash, a core message in our show, too, is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down, as we discussed, a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, they must study and understand what a powerful thing the idea of life insurance is. It is the law of contracts, and the law of contracts prevails, and this is a place where you uh, uh, they cannot inflate the money supply, and inflation in the money supply is what's created all the problems out there. Uh, they've got to change the, the way that they, they think, and they've got to realize that... Uh, uh, they're being fed indoctrination in, instead of uh, real education. Uh, I classify all that stuff that's going on out there big time as noise, and you've got to be able to recognize noise for what it is. Uh, quite often in a seminar, I take along my Bose noise-canceling headset and tell them about how wonderful it is that uh, I can put those little uh, uh, styrofoam-type things, uh, sponge things in my ears, uh, and then put on that headset and then turn it on, and then uh, that baby crying three rows up there doesn't mean a thing while I'm reading my book. 
Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had a financial noise-canceling headset? That would be wonderful. Uh, yes, but there is no such thing. But uh, they can uh, construct their own no- uh, financial noise-canceling headset through the works of folks like you. Uh, you're out there where the rubber meets the road. Uh, you're out there where people are getting this applied in their daily lives and uh, coaching them as time goes by. Because uh, one thing that is absolutely necessary is that uh, making the transition from the way the world thinks to the way uh, I'm talking about thinking requires a coach. They can't do it by themselves because of the noise that is overwhelming out there. People have a tendency to listen to that sort of nonsense. And it's people like you that are are one of our practitioners of the Nelson Nash Institute that um, can teach them how to build their own financial noise canceling headset. And that's an ongoing project. But, boy, is it uh, rewarding uh, uh, in every way, uh, financially, spiritually, everywhere. No, absolutely, and especially with the long-range thinking and thinking and, and and planning long-term because there are so many shiny little objects out there daily, <laughs> as you mentioned, the noise to distract folks and, and uh, yeah, to, to distract you from what you're doing and your legacy and your strategy um, for your life. Yes, that's the entire object of the effort here is to uh, get enough people to doing uh, this to understand that this is the way to go, that uh, when we get 10% of the population to understand this, uh, then it will become viral. Absolutely. Mr. Nash, how can my audience learn more about you and the Nelson Nash Institute and stay informed of all, all of the projects that you're involved with? Yeah, go to our website, infinitebanking.org, and uh, there is a uh, huge amount of information uh, that's available there, including videos and uh, webinars and things of that nature. Uh, Also, uh, for them to uh, get acquainted with uh, fee.org, that's Foundation for Economic Education, fee.org. Uh, Mises, M-I-S-E-S dot O-R-G. That's the Ludwig von Mises Institute down at Auburn. Uh, there's uh, the hit, the guy that started that institution is uh, Lou Rockle, L-E-W-R-O-C-K-W-E-L-L dot com. Lou Rockle dot com. Now, that's a, a good start, but uh, by all means, uh, uh, start attacking um there's 375 books on my uh, reading list. It's under the resources tab of uh, our website, infinitebanking.org. Now, three, uh, 375 books looks formidable, but, but uh, you do know how to eat, a, eat an elephant, don't you, MC? One bite at a time. Yep. 
Well, just one book at a time. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Mr. Nash, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and just your wisdom around all of these topics and such as the retirement and noise and our environment and how to navigate that. And thank you so much for all of the information that you put out there constantly and the ideas that you, that you share. You've truly been a, a mentor to me and continue to inspire me daily. Well, thank you very much for letting me be on your show. Uh, I see that uh, you could throw a rock and you'd hit uh, New Jersey, right? That's absolutely, that's right. <laughs> now, uh, come October, uh, you will learn that uh, the Mises Institute is having their 35th anniversary uh, in uh, New York City. Uh, and uh, so that's something that they could uh, look into that, uh, since they're close to New York City. Absolutely. That would be a fantastic event. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. This was a fantastic experience. Well, I appreciate the opportunity, and you have a good day. Hi, this is MC Lobsher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining their capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you are interested in learning more, you can email me at info at cashflowninja.com and I will send you a copy of Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Thank you for joining my guest, Mr. Nelson Nash, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They have designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinopsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314 799 2247. Coffee is a proven product and a $90 billion industry worldwide. Through international coffee farms, you have a chance to own and operate your own half-acre parcels in a specialty coffee farm in Panama, professionally turnkey managed for you. You can download your coffee farm ownership opportunity report at cashflowninja.com forward slash Panama. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, cashflowninja.com. 
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.